Hello and welcome to the Spirit World Center. This is the Spirit World Center Live. And this is a live broadcast that we are doing nightly nowadays. And the idea is to connect with our viewers and to answer their questions. We have a lot of questions that have been submitted by our viewers. And, uh, well, every night we are getting down to it, talking about these things and educating. And uh, so if you're new here, I am Eric. I am from the, the Spirit World Center. At the Spirit World Center, we teach people how to engage with the spirit world through a multitude of means, including shamanism, witchcraft, uh, and also more traditional mediumistic type of ways, including how to connect with your higher self and your spirit guides. So these are, you know, we have a lot of different methods because there's a lot of different individuals and personalities and temperaments, and we want to be able to offer a way into the spirit world for anyone. So that's what we are up to. And um, so today, of course, is our second live stream, and we are streaming currently to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. And of course, afterwards, all these recordings are put on our podcast. And that podcast, of course, is the Spirit World Center podcast, available on all major podcast apps. So might as well get started then. Uh, so we will cover about uh, four different questions tonight, and then uh, we'll do what we can. Okay, so starting with our first one. Let's see, what do we have here? How can I send my friend healing energies? So spiritual healing is an interesting thing. It is something that everyone has an innate, an innate inborn ability to do, right? The very fact that you're human means that you are able to send healing energies to people. It's very much like what I always say about shamanism, right? That shaman, that humans have the ability to enter into trance and to then communicate with the other side. Entering into trance is a natural neurological thing that happens in humans. And when that happens, we are aware of the subtle realms and the subtle energies around us, and we can send our consciousness elsewhere into the spirit world. In the same way, sending healing energies healing is a natural um, a natural thing that humans can do and of course you have a lot of different techniques for healing right you have reiki um, and you have uh, various kind of laying on of hands that have been popular throughout the world well what is happening in these systems of course is that the the human, uh, the, the operator, is acting as a receiver and a transmitter of specific healing energies. And what do we mean by energies here? So energies are patterns of consciousness. When we look at it deeply, you see that all of this material reality is actually created by consciousness, right? Uh, this is, of course, what uh, my partner Laova and I have found through our experience in um, within the met within metaphysics and as uh, spiritual practitioners, and also in the channeling that we have done, extensive channeling over the years, is that this idea of panpsychism is true that 
the bedrock of reality is consciousness. And that, of course, this physical reality is almost like a hologram. It's almost a uh, this, this overlay, this hallucination that's created by consciousness, this game that we put our minds into. And uh, so ultimately, consciousness is in all things, and it is uh, creating all things. And therefore, there are different patterns of consciousness, patterns of consciousness that are structuring reality in certain ways, right? There are different programs occurring within that consciousness. Think about consciousness as a collection of ones and zeros, like programming language. Well, there's different programs at play constructing and creating our perception and our experience of this existence. And, of course, one of those is um, healing. Healing is a pattern. Healing is a process that occurs naturally. And, of course, it can be um, connected with right? So healing, right? Think about the healing process, right? Our natural, our bodies naturally heal. They engage in this process of healing. No one tells it, you know, hey, this is exactly how you need to heal. It is a process by which a certain pattern starts to play out, that pattern of healing, you know, of your cells healing, of your soul healing. And of course, this is the energy that you can connect with, this pattern of consciousness, this pattern of reality that you can connect with and channel through you into another person. This is what's happening with the laying on of hands. This is what's happening with this form of healing. And so absolutely, it's something that you can do. And how do you work with an energy like this? There's multiple ways. You can invite it to channel through you. Right, You can invite it to come down into your body and then funnel through you into the person that you're healing. That is something that you can absolutely do. And in some of these ways, in some of these methods, what you do is you take your ego, you take your, your conscious self and you kind of put it to the side. You either distract it or you, you get it out of the way so that you're not in control of this process. And so that healing energy can come through you, channel itself through you, and it's not being blocked. Your, your own ego, your own mind is not in the way. And so, of course, this is the healing style that was pioneered by the author of The Energy Cure. Right? He is a scientist who found that if he just closed his eyes and um, was sending this healing energy to these mice, that these mice who are genetically predisposed to getting tumors were not getting tumors at the usual rates. And uh, he, of course, created an entire system of healing in which you, you do something called cycling, where you think about all these um, all these things that you really want, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, a nice deserted beach with no one there where you're, you're relaxing or, you know, um, it can be materialistic things. It can be the new house that you want, right? So you visualize all these very strong emotionally charged things and this distracts your conscious mind, distracts your consciousness so that it's no longer 
in the way. It's kind of off to the side, focusing on these things. And while you're focusing on these things, it's allowing healing energy to funnel through you, to come through you and not be blocked by these various, um, uh, by, by your mind, right? So that, that's an example of distracting your mind and allowing those healing energies to come through. I find that something powerful is uh, just listening to music, listening to music that you really enjoy while you're doing a laying on of hands, while you're doing some healing work. Um, if your consciousness is really wrapped up in that music, then you will um, be a much better channel. Now, of course, the the other opposite example works where you can really focus your mind and focus that energy and and really tell that energy where to go right so you're using your intention now to heal that is also something that you can do um, ultimately though what is shared among all these approaches is the intention to heal and the intention of interacting in that way with the target right with the recipient of that healing and so Really, you just have to close your mind, you know, close your eyes, take that mind of yours, have the intention that you are sending healing energies to that person. And you can do laying on of hands, and you can have focus, or you can put your mind to the side and just trust that those healing energies are coming through. You have to invite them, right? You have to say, okay, healing energies, can you please come through and heal my friend? And then you put your mind to the side, and you trust that they're coming through you. Of course, the um, the other possibility in, in healing is uh, instead of a laying on of hands, you can also use something called a poppet, right? Or it's a, it's a doll that acts as a stand-in for that person. You might have seen this kind of technique done before with voodoo dolls, uh, you know, where you put pins in them trying to hurt the other person. Well, that kind of magic works, and you can use it in another way too. So instead of hurting through this doll you can heal through this doll you can do a laying of laying of hands on the um on the doll and trust that that energy is going to that person it's another another possibility and and finally visualization is wonderful when it comes to sending healing energies if you just close your eyes no matter what distance someone is from you just visualize sending this love and this light from your heart chakra and sending it out to that person. And they that that is a very powerful meditation. You know, when you engage in visualization, it is communication with the spirit world. And so while you are visualizing, you could just pray and say, you know, can can you, you know, spirits, can you please send this person healing energy? You know, you can pray. That can absolutely work. But when you visualize, you're taking that prayer and you're putting it into a deeply felt um, and embodied experience that you really feel deep within your core. And you're then sending that out to the universe. That um, And that in the intention that is communicated within that communication is so much stronger than just saying it in small mouth movements and small mouth, small mouth noises. And that, of course, is going to be picked up by the spirits and they're going to act on it because it's this deeply felt, really empowered intention that you're putting out there. So those are some ways that you can send your energy uh, to your friend for healing. 
Uh, so I hope that helps. So moving on to the next question, uh, what are some good protective practices? Interesting question. And of course, spiritual protection is so incredibly important. It's one of the most important things for a beginner or for a newcomer to the spirit world. And the reason for this is that often people go through life without any kind of spiritual cleansing or spiritual protection. And so therefore they can pick up a lot of attachments, a lot of negativity, a lot of negative goo. And these will feed on you. They will get into your, your energetic system. They can feed on you. They can uh, interact with you. They can change some of your behaviors to suit their needs, right? They can make you more negatives, that you're constantly creating negative energy around you, which allows them to feed more easily. Uh, these are all possibilities. And so you, you definitely want to be careful about these things, right? Uh, you may have heard me talk about this before, but like when you go to an antique store, these are really hotbeds for picking up attachments. So always do a cleansing practice when you leave that store. That is incredibly, incredibly important. So, of course, there is... You have to look at it like there is a spiritual ecosystem out there, right? And if you go into the forest, you just expect that there's going to be mosquitoes and that there's going to be leeches in the water alongside all the nice, happy, fluffy animals and trees and such. And uh, so, of course, when you are engaging with, um, with that ecosystem, you have to be aware that you have to protect yourself from the mosquitoes and the leeches that can be present within that ecosystem. That doesn't mean you should be afraid of them, right? That doesn't mean that you should ever not go out in public because you're afraid of picking up an attachment. This is where some people can go that can, can go too far. Um, they can... Uh, become absolutely convinced that they constantly have to have this kind of ritual purity and they constantly have to have all these force fields up and everything. Protection is important, but you you can go too far with it, right? And just you can trust that you can cleanse yourself after, right? If you pick up anything, you can cleanse it. You can take care of it. So how do you do this? Well, um, for protection, you first off can visualize a, a shield of light surrounding you. This is a very powerful visualization. And as I was just saying earlier, visualize, visualization is a communication to the spiritual world. It allows you to communicate what you want to the spirits. And what you're communicating with any kind of visualization for protection is that you want protection. And so you can visualize that in any way. You can visualize, as I said, this bubble of light around you. But you can also visualize, you know, an angel sitting on your shoulder with a, uh, with a sword ready to protect you, right? So any kind of visualization will work. 
another one you can do is a stone skin or crystalline skin where you start at your toes and you visualize this crystal skin that is impenetrable uh, starting to to move, starting at your toes and and starting to cover your body moving up your body moving up your legs moving up until it completely covers you and it's not letting in any negativity or anything bad okay that is something that you can do for uh, protection and of course you can also do any kind of visualization that feels right to you if it feels right uh, do it that is absolutely the way to go now we should also talk about cleansing right because we don't want you being so freaked out about protection that you stop living life right they stop going out into public places just because you're afraid of picking up an energetic attachment or some kind of energetic parasite the fact of the matter is that you are a being of light within this physical body and you can deal with any attachment that you might get now how to do this well first off of course there's the old standards of of cleansing where you can use incense or smudge and you can cleanse yourself that way now the thing to clarify is that all these systems of cleansing what they share in common as you'll find with all uh, spiritual techniques of this type is intention intention is what matters intention is core to all of this and so what you're going to do with intention is have the intention of being cleansed and you can then express that intention in any way you can just do it through a prayer but you can also express that intention through visualization or express it through an action right that's what you're doing when you are cleansing with incense you have the intention of cleansing of sending away anything negative and then you're allowing that intention to be carried on that incense smoke as it moves around the room cleansing and embodying your intention within that room at the same time you can cleanse with chant or with beating a drum right you're allowing those sound waves to carry that intention out and send anything away but then of course you can also just close your eyes and you can use visualization to cleanse uh, so one one type of cleansing that I often uh, suggest just to really highlight this dynamic is you know you can you can do a, a visualization where you're uh, what we call the breath of light right so you close your eyes and you're breathing in this this clear light you know this clear cleansing light and you're bringing it in and then you are allowing that cleansing light to move all throughout your body moving into your lungs moving down your bloodstream into all your extremities cleansing everything it touches of all negativity right so you can absolutely take that approach however another visualization that works is you close your eyes and then you visualize uh, a troop of spider monkeys coming into the room right so you visualize you know maybe 10 monkeys coming in and they jump up on you and they start grooming you and picking all this lice that sign signifies uh, negativity off of you cleansing you thereby right this is actually a very powerful and very uh, very uh, useful way to embody that spiritual cleansing uh, because it 
first off, your your mind can really get behind it. You can really feel what that would be like to have all these beings coming and, and picking off all this lice from you, right? So it's it's very useful, very powerful in that way. So that is, um, that's useful. And, and of course, for that cleansing then, it just shows once again, what matters is the intention. And then you're expressing that intention to the universe in some way, whether that's a physical action, such as using incense or drum, or uh, expressing it through a visualization. It's all powerful. It's all useful. So that's that. Uh, let's see, moving on to the next question. How to be respectful to guides so that you don't always feel like you're taking? That is a really good question. So the question is, how can one be respectful to their guides so they don't always feel like they are taking from your guides? Well, first off, you never have to feel like you are being too demanding on your spiritual guides. They are there to help. They absolutely love to help. Never that and that's why they're there, right? Never feel bad for asking all these questions of your spiritual guides and not giving anything back. All right. Now, there are certainly things that you can do to empower your guides to help you, but they don't need it. That's the thing, okay? If you live your entire life and you're just communicating with your guides, saying little prayers to them, talking with them, asking them questions, and just intuitively listening, that is absolutely fine. No one's going to be angry. No one's going to be upset. Your guides are there to guide you through this life, right? They are spirits who are happy to help you get through this life in a way that uh, that is good and that is um, uh, that will help you achieve your your true will, your true um, purpose in this life. And of course, that, that true purpose is the, the ultimate goal of your higher self in this incarnation, right? Something that is hidden from you at this time, but that you, that you can discover through a lot of intuitive work and really you know, find and, and live up to your true potential in this life. And you know, the fact of the matter is that you as a human as a spirit in human form, you have amnesia about your true origin, about who you are and where you came from. And your guides are there so that you don't get too off track, right? So that you can move towards uh, towards living up to the, the full potential and the goals of your higher self, even within this amnesia-laden state that you find yourself in. So your guides will help you get there and they'll give you little nudges, little intuitive nudges. And this just, this is to ensure that you will not fall too deeply into the material world as long as you have this steam valve, this ability to listen to your intuition, to listen to your guides. And so you just keep working with that. That's the important thing. You keep working with it. You keep going with it. And... Um, yeah, your guides will happily help you. Now, getting back to how to help them help you better, right? That's that's the thing. You can help them help you better. And that, of course, comes from giving them lots of offerings of love and light and maybe even physical gifts. 
And the reason for this is that your spiritual guides are spiritual beings. They live in that spirit world. They live in a world in which they don't have time or space, and uh, they are pure consciousness. We live in the physical world, where, yes, there is consciousness, but there's also time, space, and all these various energies manifesting. And spiritual beings don't have access to that spiritual energy. Sorry, they don't have access to that physical energy, the energy of the physical universe that they can use to get things done here. So they don't have ready access. So if you want to enable them to help you, you really do, it really is useful to give them that energy. And so some of that energy that you can give them is your psychic and emotional energy. This is why it's so important and useful to give love and reverence to these beings because they will benefit from that and it will give them energy that they can then transform and transmute into something that they can then give back to you, right? So if you want them to help start appearing and manifesting in your dreams, let's say, or if you want them to start um, start helping you out, right? Start giving you synchronicities or or even swaying probabilities in your favor, well, then it's useful to give them energy that they can then use to to accomplish those tasks because they need that energy of this world in order to do those things. And so you actually have to give that to them, even though they have the sight, they know, you know, where to push, you know, what pressures to apply and how to get things done because they have that, you know, 10,000 foot eye view. They still need that energy to go from planning to actualization, to putting things into effect. And so, yeah, a, a nightly offering of, you know, maybe some seeds or, or, um, or nuts can be very useful because they can actually take the life force energy from those seeds and nuts and they can transmute it into something that they can use to help you. At the same time, you can give your love and reverence. Just visualize sending out love from the heart off to them and this is a lovely visualization that's going to send your love energy to them. They can transmute it, they can use it, and it all helps. You are helping them help you better. So that's, uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing to do. Of course, be aware, right? Your spiritual guides do not need you to do this. They're not going to ask for it, right? If you do it, they will certainly benefit from it and they will help you. If you encounter a spirit, though, who demands that you do something in exchange for something, right? I'm not going to help you unless you do this. That is when you should start being more cautious because there are neutral and negative spirits out there who uh, everything has a price, right? And if you start working with these spirits, yes, you will have immediate results. But at the same time, there are long-term consequences to working with these spirits. It can really have an effect on your soul, on your spirit, and, and who you eventually become. So always be very careful. A positive spirit will help you even if you don't give anything, right? If you do a prayer to a positive spirit or deity, you will, they will help you to the best of their ability at that time. Yes, you can empower them by giving them offerings, but they would have helped you regardless. It's another subset of spirits 
who they need and require that offering in order to even start to work with you. And so they're, them you want to be a bit more cautious with. So yeah, um, that of course is the answer to how to be respectful to guides so that you're not always just uh, taking, okay? Don't worry about taking. They are happy to give, but if you want to give back, you can absolutely create a deeper connection and enable them to help in a deeper way by giving your love, um, your reverence, and even a, a little physical offering on your altar every night. So, so that's uh, that's that for the um, for the live stream tonight. And um, I just want to remind everyone that we are doing this every night now, except for Wednesdays and Thursdays. That's our those are our days off. And uh, you know, so it's the Spirit World Center live. If you have questions, please feel free to go to the spiritworldcenter.com and there you will find our uh, contact information. Feel free to email us and we will add your questions to the queue and we will get to them. And uh, let's see, if you're new here, we have the, of course, we have the spiritworldcenter.com. There's lots of great resources on there, drum tracks and that type of thing. If you, we also have a link on there to the podcast. It's the Spirit World Center podcast. And uh, of course, that is available on all major podcast apps as well. It's where we are putting these, uh, these live streams as well uh, once they are finished. So you will be able to access the whole library of previous live streams there. And uh, let's see, we also have the Spirit World Center on YouTube, where we have a lot of videos on how to do certain spiritual uh, spiritual techniques. We also have our Q&A episodes on there. And uh, let's see, you can also come find us on Facebook. We are we recently got our, our Facebook page uh, going again. That's the Spirit World Center on Facebook. And uh, we are also on Twitter, uh, Twitch, and... Um, what else? Uh, YouTube. We, we're on a bunch of different platforms. So just look for the Spirit World Center anywhere that you think we might be, and we very well might be there. And give us a follow. You'll get all of our, our latest stuff. And, uh, and finally, uh, you know, we, we give a lot of our, uh, a lot of our advice um, absolutely, you know, for free. Um, and this is something that comes from a, an old commitment that we have to the spirits to really educate the public, to really get this kind of information out there. There is certain information, though, that we do have to reserve for the, um, the uh, one-on-one approach. We have a, various apprenticeship programs where we teach how to create your own personal relationship with the spirit world. And this, of course, requires... Um, you know, enrollment in one of our programs because it, it really does require that that one-on-one connection. You're working with techniques that you can't just jump into, right? You're working with techniques that have consequences and that it's about building a, a relationship and it's useful to hear from people who have been there before, who have experienced these things before. And so if you're ever interested in diving deep into the rabbit hole, uh, we have uh, programs listed on our spiritworldcenter.com website that uh, the programs for uh, a shamanic apprenticeship program. 
in which 18 months you master all the the basics and the essentials of shamanism and it really sets you up for a life of shamanic uh, inquiry and shamanic work it's truly stunning uh, we also have a spirit craft program and that is about learning to work with the spirits in this um in the ceremonial and meditation based way so that you're connecting with local spirits and the spiritual ecosystem basically becoming a modern day druid right in in, in terms of how you're ceremonial ceremonially working with them uh, we also have a course a program on how to connect with your higher self and your spiritual guides in a intu intuitive manner so that is uh, available. And finally, we also have a, a program uh, teaching a, uh, an introduction to witchcraft. 13 months and you learn all the, uh, all the essentials. So we have a lot going on. And uh, uh, so I encourage you to check that out. And we are having these live streams every night, every night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And uh, except for Wednesdays and Thursdays, as I said, those are our nights off. But that's the only time we're off. It's, uh, it's exciting to be starting these live streams and to be getting out to all these channels. I think it's going to be wonderful in terms of creating a community on, across all these platforms and really educating people on how to work with the spirit world. So I invite you to check out all our past podcast episodes as well. There's some cool stuff in there. And everyone have a lovely day and or night, depending on where you are in the world and when you're listening to this. So lots of love and light and take care, everybody. Bye-bye.